the UK, broadcasting around the world. Around the world. You're listening to the Mic Drop Club, hosted by Douglas Hamandiche. Message received. Message received. You do not need to know what you need. What you need. Just engage with the podcast feed. Just engage with the podcast feed. Providing weekly insights into cool stuff we've read, saw, did, or heard about what made us say, wow, eureka, damn, nothing is off limits. If it motivates and inspires you to reach your goals, then it shall be discussed. Featuring guest interviews from high performers and people of influence and weekly awards for the best mic drop moment. This podcast is guaranteed to leave you pumped up for the week ahead. Don't just live life, make life boom. That's right. This is another one, another podcast from the mindjobclub.com. And today, this is Double Dose released a podcast earlier in the week. But this one is on a much more sober, sober, sober note. We had to form an emergency mic drop club session just to um, pack in um, the mood of the country in terms of what's been happening. We've had another so-called terrorist attack that took place on London Bridge. Details will follow with the best kept secret Django in the house. Mm. And also we have Everton Barton here again. We had to welcome him back. How are you doing, Ev? Good, 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 good. Hey, yeah, that's, that's fine. <laughs> we just, just had a moment there. But yeah, I'm happy to be back here. Good. That was a moment. That's the moment. That was yeah. like a rookie era. But I forgot <laughs> to unmute. <laughs> yeah. I forgot to unmute the mics, but yeah. that's what happens. But um, yeah, everything all good with you? Yeah, everything is fine. Everything is fine. Yeah. So we wanted to have this conversation in terms of, you know, what does this mean? And what is it all about? Another terrorist attack on our streets of London. Mm. The second one mm. um, in the space of, I think, Two or three years, mm. same same, same location, place. London mm. Bridge. What is going on? And so we want to focus on not only the, about the details of it because I'm sure things will emerge um, over the next coming days. However, this podcast we want to explore what are the makings of terrorism. Yeah. Okay. Mm. You know who are they preying on, mm. and what can we do to address some of these. Um, ills that, that are plaguing our society. Okay. People are not safe. Mm. It is, it was a black Friday, mm. possibly the one of the business shopping days in terms of, um, obviously retail mm. drinking, all of that socializing. And then we get that happening. Mm. People go about the business. Don't come back home, you know, which is, which is, which is um, dreadful. And it's something that we do not do not, no matter what you're going through, this is not the way you fight any battle, okay? This is something that we do not condone whatsoever. And our hearts and our feelings go out to all those affected about that, about that yeah. situation, all right? So, Jengo, what's yeah. been happening with you? Oh, what's been happening with me? Oh, man, it's been a slow week. When I say slow week, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's just been routine. It's, it's been routine. Let's go work, come back home. Mm. But the mic drop moment that I had, obviously, was today uh, when I was rushing to come, obviously, to, to, to get the grind on. You know what yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear my, you. My auntie obviously like asked me to clean my, to clean my plate that I left, obviously, yeah. last night <laughs> twice. Mm-hmm. 
So I'm clean your plate. I'm like, yeah, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, auntie, I'm coming, auntie. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so you, you get that for the, the time of that's a mic drop and that's yeah. a learning. That's, that's a, a that's a that's a learning curve. Please, please clean, him, clean, no, no. clean your plate. Please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him give him, a, give him a bomb for yeah, that. Yeah, one. Give him the really, bomb. really, you really, you really gave me that, really. You get a bomb for the revelation. For the revelation. That means I'm human too. Yeah, most of human. Or otherwise, you will never ever come on one of these sessions again and and bear all. So give him another, give him another excuse. Thank you. Thank you, Everton. Now, now, the reason why I gave you the initially was because, you know, for any, any of you out there who's tried to wash a plate that has lingered with, say, gravy on it for like three or four days or weeks, yeah. you know the struggle is real. You know, all the advertisement for washing up liquid do not work. You have to soak that for time. So this is all about, right, deferred I don't even know what's going to happen when, I, when, I, get, when I get home. I don't know what's going to happen. I might, you know, I come from an African background, I might get a slap in the head well, or something. Well, next, next week, you let, you let everyone know no. what's happening. But yeah, back to basics. <laughs> So th- thanks for that revelation. Um, it's all good. What we're here today, we're talking about um, a what, serious what, issue. Yeah, a serious issue. What went down in London Bridge? Mm. Okay, um, mm. Django, you got some details. Yeah, in terms sure. Of what's um, I'm just gonna read, obviously, like um, what uh, in short brief what happened. Just the highlights. Yeah. Or Simon Khan, who stabbed two people to death and wounded three others in a terror-related attack, was shot dead by police on London Bridge after he was held down mm. by members of the public. The suspect, Osama Khan, 28, had been released from a jail um, from jail on license in 2018. 2018. Yeah, 2018. Mm-hmm. Halfway, halfway through his uh, through a 16-year sentence of terrorism offense, one of the victims. Okay, actually, yeah, that's that's it. That's 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 the full story. So I'm just I just want to name the victims now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been two people. Um, one of them just been named. Um, one of them is, is a man is, is a man called Jack. Married 25 who studied law mm-hmm. at the University of Manchester before going to Cambridge to continue his studies. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Jack, apparently there's uh, rumors, obviously like circling on social media, that Jack Married actually worked to, in the rehab, rehabilitation center yeah. where obviously Osama Khan was, was held at at the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there's, there, there may be, they, they're saying mm-hmm. there may be links to that, why, obviously why he died. Mm-hmm. Um, sadly, um, this woman that just got named now is um her name is Saskia Jones, twenty three. Mm-hmm. Rest old, in peace. Rest in peace. Undergraduate student. Mm-hmm. Man, she got a whole life ahead of it. I remember I'm, I'm twenty three years old, so imagine yeah, that. I, so, absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace, man. So, so yeah, so the pain is real in terms of um life that is lost, you know, unnecessarily on our streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in terms of first of all, the the makings of a terrorist. Mm-hmm. Okay, if we if we do that before we actually try and marry the two together um stereotypically uh we have uh, the news will, will tell the tale of somebody that was isolated mm. yeah mm. um having some sort of rebel some sort of cause against the establishment the way of doing things mm. somebody that's easily impressionable mm. okay mm. and um somebody that has now conformed or or is supporting extremist material that they're getting either mm. online. Okay. And, uh, and this is one of the other reasons why Everton was the right person to triangulate this conversation mm. because the previous conversation we had was in terms of gaming addictions, mm. whereby people um, typically who suffer from that mm. are isolated for a very long time yeah. and are in their rooms. Mm. Okay. Mm. Without supervision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've Googled and normally the normal habit I think for Google is if you search something on Google, it's one page. Nobody really goes to the second or third page, right? Mm. 
You all agree? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Unless you yeah. don't find what it is. <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's your Google search, right? Mm. But somehow when you go on, say YouTube, mm. you can go and type in, we were talking about R&B music earlier. So if you type in, say, Luther Vandross, mm. you can end up listening to Belinda Carlisle. Yeah. Because you go down that rabbit hole mm. and you go to places that you mm. might have no, no intention of going exactly. to. Absolutely. At all. And so these mm. are some of the dangers I see. In I being isolated away from people mm. and just having that computer, Absolutely. you go down that rabbit hole and it can mm. lead you some very very dark places. Yeah. Mm. Especially if those places appear to be informative, you know, and they're presenting information that you or from a different perspective, and and it suddenly piques your interest, and your mind is impressionable at that time. Mm. You know, this this it, you are what you think, and therefore if that's the area that's being attacked that then becomes your reality. So this is, yeah, this is something that is quite scary. Yeah. And also with people who feel that they have a rallying call, mm. you know, like in, in life we try to, well, we should try and instill direction, mm. purpose, mm. You know, goals. Mm. Now, when you don't have that, you can assume someone else's goals. Absolutely. You know, so it's very important that I think you take a look at how these people are becoming what they term as radicalized. Mm, yeah. Mm, which yeah. is another term, which I believe has been wrongfully commandeered Absolutely. by the media. Absolutely. Yeah. Because most of the great religious teachers that graced this planet mm. were radical. radical. They were radical because they had to change people. So there was a positive mind. connotation yeah. to it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. And, I'm but the word, that word has been now yeah. muddied, I would muddied, say. Yeah. 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 So uh, I think it's provide a dullness. The value. Yeah, yeah. The dullness. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and it's added a little like red herring to the mm. whole connotation of terrorism and mm. how they formulate. They're not really being radical in that actual act, right. I would say. No, I would say they've been completely selfish absolutely. and self-absorbed. Absolutely. The, the inability to notice the suffering in other people absolutely. doesn't really resonate well with, with radicalism. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so these people typically, they could be victims of bullying. Mm. Yeah, mm. They might actually have a, some sort of lower level. Mm. Or even of, trying of to seek acceptance from something or someone mm. that they didn't get um, previously. So, yeah. And you notice that as we've been talking this uh, through the various symptoms as, as we um, project them out mm. to you guys on the airwaves, mm. mental illness now is the last one. Mm. Because, you know, sometimes the, the media might portray somebody as mentally unwell mm. who co- has committed some of the most heinous acts mm. on people. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But it is not really... That mm. in most cases I've seen, mm-hmm. I see that there's it's a not lot a specific of other things. Diagnosis. Yeah, there's a yeah, there's lots of un- underlying factors that mm. make somebody social. turning that way. Mm. Social factors, and and again, isolation mm. is one of the one of the one of the ones that mm. feature quite heavily in terms of the the um the mindset and the persona mm. of somebody that is that is susceptible mm. to being brainwashed. Yeah. yeah. It's been brainwashed. So we have to um, see how best society can support them. I believe that there's a lot of work that needs to be done to tap into these people. Yeah. You know, we know a lot of work that's been done in terms of identifying them mm-hmm. in youth centres, you know, youth centres, they're all gone really, but in young offenders mm-hmm. um, places, prisons, all of that. Kind of, these are the places where mm-hmm. people are inducted in some of these teachings. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, the way society is going, 
in terms of the language at the moment when you turn on the news mm. you're hearing a politician a politician call another politician a liar mm. yeah. you know we've got a UK election when Jenga 12th of December 12th of December and the rhetoric yeah. we're hearing from both parties you're a liar I'm a liar mm. they're a liar mm. so how can we trust anybody mm. when you cannot even have the basics right in terms of how you communicate mm. and also the responsibility on, on politicians to pick the right words, mm. yeah? yeah, to have a more accountability on on the words that they project out. For sure, man. Okay, sure. we've had people being referred to as um, letterboxes, literally, literally, yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. Yeah. and um, and and then also wiping the hands clean as if that would not have an effect yeah. on how the the general public view certain minority groups. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. so we have, so they I believe politi- politics has 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 a long history mm-hmm. of being accountable for the general atmosphere and tone in and around elections and throughout the, um the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is there anything that stood out for you, um, Ev, in terms of what you have seen regarding? Well, well you were in London. I was in London at this so what, time. What, what was happening? Yeah. Well, I was on the train coming back um yeah. from university, and I was looking um. And I was looking out, I was on the phone talking to um, someone and I looked out on the train section. I saw a lot of police in that environment. And at that time, they were scrambling around and it looked like there was, you know, there was something epic happening Mm. on the ground, at the ground level, because obviously I'm on the train side. And I thought to myself, you know what, I'm not going to stay in this environment. You know, I think, I think the news kind of got it right. The very first uh, London Bridge attack shocked us but it kind of opened our eyes that this is now a reality for an urbanized environment such as um, London Central City. So looking out on the window and I suddenly saw all these police officers, the first thing I thought to myself is, you know what, let me get out of London. And I headed back to Croydon. When I got to Croydon, I looked on the news. Uh, I was just walking past, uh, I think it was Curry's and they had a, a big screen TVs and the news was on. And there I just saw it. I actually saw the train that was actually on when um, this incident took place and it shocked me. It, it, it really did shock me because we, we were kind of seeing what actually was happening with the people that were um, shout outs to all those, uh, you know, those civilians who yeah, apprehended really, him and really, held him yeah. down. I mean, you know, they saved a lot of people's lives because no, no one knew no whether yeah. those bombs that were on him were real or whether they were a hoax. But um, yeah, it was almost surreal. You know, you're, you were there. And if that had exploded at the time, would I have been in that same environment? And how big was that impact? So you so, had a, a first-hand experience. So like, yeah, we had, we had, we had, we're like third person. So we just on the news like, oh, this is but yeah. really on. Yeah, well, I was on the roads in London. Yeah, oh, you was on the roads. Oh, okay. Yeah, and, and, the, and the roads were crazy. And again, as information is being um shared across social media, mm. the news is now repetitiously trying to say the same thing yeah. but yeah. for a different angle yeah. because until the, until the police actually announced or gave some sort of statement as to what actually was, was transpiring, yeah. you find everyone now that has a mobile phone is yeah. a reporter. Is a reporter. You now are a Roman mm-hmm. reporter. Mm. And there's some level of accountability mm. in terms of what images and what you want to put out on social media. Yeah. You might even be trying to help the situation. Mm. But remember, you don't subscribe to any... Um, ethical guidelines ethical guidelines mm. in terms of the information you put out so mm. you just have to be have mindful. some common sense yeah, and be measured so you cannot judge 
or come out with statements in terms of what exactly happened. Yeah. That you do not know. But this is what, this is what was happening. There was a lot of data yeah. going back and forth. Back and forth. Yeah, yeah, without a clear narrative, yeah. the first time I saw the shots of what happened, yeah. um, I didn't know what to think because, no, you know, I, the first, my first response to actually seeing the police officer shoot the guy was, did you read him his rights? Oh. Because at no point at that time did the information come out that he had a bomb on him. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? It just, this is why when people say, oh, but I saw a picture of it. And so I made up my opinion. Mm. No, without the correct narrative, a picture can mean so many different things to so many different That's people. True. That's true. Yeah, exactly that. Because we see it in sports as mm. well. Different angles Dip, mm. can, 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 um, and people see different things. Your yeah. perception is your reality. Until yeah. they knew okay, who the so guy was that had the knife in his hand, mm. there was speculation about who was he or was there yeah. another person? And was that the person? Obviously, as the information started to come out, he was undercover. Well, he was a plain clove. Um, a London Met police officer. Okay. Uh, for transport police. Well, yeah, big up the police big for that. The, yeah. the speedy response. Speedy response you know, most definitely saved many, many lives. And mm. you will notice, like, when we're talking about this, I'm not going to be dropping any mic drop mm. bombs at all. Mm. Okay. Mm. I, think, I think it's not the right time or the right place. Mm. But yeah, most definitely you have to big up the police for being so, so responsive. You know, as a as an ethnic minority myself, mm. okay, one thing I can can share, mm. and I'm fully comfortable in sharing that, mm. is every time these atrocities occur, mm. you get this quickening mm. in, in, in your heart rate. Mm. And that normally gives rise to, oh my God, mm. hopefully, I pray, it's not somebody of my you, mm. somebody from my own ethnic background. background. That's mm. what I'm praying for mm. first, you know, because yeah, be I, yeah. I do um, connect and I do have empathy for any fallen victim. Mm. What tends to happen is if the images are portrayed um, and people then perceive those to be, okay, this now is evidence that everyone that is a black, everyone who's, um, who's Muslim, has Muslim mm. background mm. or Muslim um, um, leanings is a terrorist, yeah. then that is a problem. That's mm. what, I, and that's what I feel is happening in, in these cases mm. all, all the time. Mm. You know, people are feeling so hyper alert, mm. hypersensitive mm. to what's been happening. You can see it in the campaigning. Mm. Um, conservative are, are having their own issues if their internal um, investigations for anti um, Islamic mm. Islamic. Um, Comments mm. and um, mm. and the Labour Party having the anti-Semitic um, ones yeah. going as well. So, mm. but between both the two main political parties, mm. there's a problem mm. in, ter- in the terms of the way they view and articulate mm. differences. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So they they all have a lot of work to do. So again, when you see these images on the screen, you have to always factor in because again, if I can only speculate because yeah. I'm not I'm not a white Caucasian, not mm. Caucasian, but if it's a white person committing a crime, mm. for example, mm. no matter how bad it is, yeah. you're talking about chopping up somebody, putting them in the fridge mm. and feeding them to somebody, whatever mm. it is, that's gone. Mm. Or you're talking about somebody taking a gun and um, shoot, shooting people, sh- young kids in a school, like, yeah. in a school mm. that's gone. Mm. When, I, when you walk down the street, you don't Think. fear mm. any white male. Mm. Yeah. Despite, there was no despite, race. Yeah, despite how they're being portrayed. Yeah. But then, um, as a recipient of the atmosphere that mm. follows mm-hmm. when a terrorist attack or anything really bad happens on TV, yeah. it, it's long lasting. Yeah. It could mean you, if, imagine going for a job interview 
that day. Absolutely. Imagine mm. if your beard, nicely groomed, mm. yeah, mm-hmm. suit, tie, mm. and somebody that looks like you mm. has just blown yeah, themselves but, up or stabbed yeah. up people. Mm. Um, you know, it's very hard for the person Sorry. to just see you other than you're like a connection to that person. Now, let me get you up when I <clears throat> this was yesterday when I was walking to to uh, to um to obviously to work. Like literally, um, this this woman and obviously young the, the young kid. I was walking the same way. She literally moved out the way mm. and looked at me like a certain way. I'm like, yeah. raw, like this is because I knew obviously like the London Bridge and all that stuff like that. Yeah. But I didn't think obviously about the London Bridge. But I was like, raw, like what's going on? Mm. Even the day when I was coming here, uh. like you can feel the tension. Like you understand? Yeah. Like because like there were people going to the Gillingham. I think Gillingham um, football. You understand? And they were looking me like. Explain to them why. What is my, my, I have a beard and I'm bold. Like, you understand? Yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? I'm bold headed and I have a beard. You understand? And that is the only, and that would be the only it is, identifying characteristic that has made them feel yeah, so a different way. It's just the very so. fact that his hair is quite short yeah, yeah. and he has a beard. Mm. Um, that doesn't actually tell you anything about who he is. He's exactly. actually a Christian. So, yeah, so like, yeah. But, that's what I was thinking as well. Like, in my, my head, like, man, I'm, I'm saying, like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm Christian, I'm this, I'm that. But obviously, like, but I, I, like, like, um, like, uh, obviously, like D said, mm. obviously, like it's, it's crazy how obviously, like the like obviously the school shooters and all this stuff. These people are white, mm. but I don't see them like that. You understand? Mm. But when it's another obviously Black ethnic, person. Ba- ethnic mm. background or Asian, and yeah, you know the the not to that digress, but the the uh, the blue story movie and all that stuff. Mm. Even that itself, like that, yeah. that's like a, a feel. Yeah, you know, what I'm to feel the whole thing like, oh snap, like yeah. this is another ethnic thing, mm. yeah. and. Now the London Bridge thing, you understand? So, yeah. you know, as a, you know, as an ethnic minority, I'm like, mm-hmm. it's just one of them ones. Like, I, I, me, man, I, I'm, a, I'm all about spreading love, innit? I'm saying, I, yeah. I just hope that a- we, again, we, get, we get through this as a nation. Yeah, and, and people have to get to know you Absolutely. before they find Most out definitely. about yeah. you. You yeah. understand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all have an unconscious bias. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyone that says that don't, don't mm-hmm. is lying. Yeah. No matter what ethnic background you are, no matter what gender you are, mm-hmm. no matter what persuasion you are, mm-hmm. you all have a bias yeah. because the way we dress, the way we carry ourselves mm. is to provide signals mm. to people mm. of Who something. Yeah. Yeah. It, could, it could be a signal that you're looking for a mate, mm. you dress a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It could be a signal to, no, leave me alone, I'm married, mm. you dress a certain way. Yeah. It could be a signal to, to denote your religious background, mm. you dress a certain way. Mm. It could be one in terms of your ethnicity, your class, you understand? It could be in terms of the music that you like. Mm. You know, it could be in terms of the sports you like to play. Mm. We all have regalia that's synonymous to our own leanings and our own belief systems. Mm. That's it. But this unconscious bias mm. that is out there, that's prevalent, that can say to you, okay, fine, because um, the terrorist offences are being are perpetrated on our streets, mm. that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paint a brush mm. of anyone yeah. That looks like that because at the crux of it, you can you can you can try and say okay, you can understand part of it because yeah. it's essentially a safety issue. Yeah. Essentially, a safety issue, mm. right? But outside of that, you need to still have be open minded enough to question your unconscious bias. Mm. Yeah, mm. and as long as you are open to questioning mm. your bias, mm. sometimes you need to apologize. To yourself mm. and to other people, yeah. No, maybe, no, maybe not directly, yeah. but certainly to say, okay, fine. Do you know what? Mm. I judge that person wrong. Yeah. Um, you talked about an incident whereby somebody clutches their bag mm. when you're next, <laughs> next to you. That person who clutches their bag 
and then realizes that you, she was safe or he was safe, yeah, should be able to reflect, yeah, yeah, without bias mm. and say to themselves, mm, mm. maybe that was just wrong. Absolutely, yeah. Mm. But, but how, how would she say that? But, but yeah, but yeah, but you wouldn't know that. Yeah, I wouldn't know but that. We yeah, all so do that to, to ourselves. ourselves. You've done it yourself yeah. to other people. Yeah, I've done it. Mm. I've done it many times. After I always tell the the the, the story whereby I, I was walking mm. down the street mm. from Tes- um, Tesco's in um, Thornheath, going down d- down um, the high street, which is down a hill, and coming up to me was some youth. Do the story, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had, I had a decision to make. It was dark outside, about three or four of them. And the way they were walking, mm-hmm. I concluded, based on my very quick risk assessment, mm-hmm. that they're not going to cross the road or give me a way mm-hmm. to pass. Mm-hmm. I'll either have to cross over mm-hmm. or brace myself mm-hmm. for conflict. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, as I'm walking down and they're walking up, I'm constantly analyzing the, the, um, the, the, the um, signals, the, the signals, and mm. trying to formulate an action. Mm. I got to this point whereby the tipping point came. Either I'm going to cross diagonally and try and play it cool, style mm. out. Mm. You understand? Mm. Or I'm going to walk through, literally, just walk through them. Yeah. So I chickened out, yeah, <laughs> and I started walk, walk, crossing the road diagonally. Yeah. Then I. I not only just just got to the other side, right? And anyone who knows Thornton Heath High Street, you'll know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I just got to the other side and I heard the voice say, Uncle D, Uncle D. Oh, you're oh, talking about this story. Okay. Yeah. I, I was mortified. <laughs> I, could, I was first processing, who calls me Uncle D? It's dog, who calling me Uncle D? Yeah. And I realized these are my little cousins. <laughs> Their mom has sent them to buy milk. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. I put them in a headlock and I shook them a little bit. But... <laughs> I felt ashamed. Yeah. And they were teasing me. They say, oh, yeah, you, you were shook. You were shook. Yeah, you were scared. Yeah, no, sure. no, no, I wasn't scared. But these things happen. We make an assessment. And it's yeah. important for us to be bold enough, mm. courageous enough to reflect ourselves. Absolutely. Okay? Mm. And so, yeah, I was scared. Because yeah. sometimes it's okay to be scared mm. and choose um, to assume the brace position. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's okay. Yeah. Because you, you're saying a conscious decision that, do you know what? Self-preservation. Self-preservation mm-hmm. is key. Mm-hmm. I do not know. Mm-hmm. But too many times, mm-hmm. you know, we do it in a way that is mm-hmm. not, not cool and not sensitive to the other person. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like for self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine what it will feel like for anybody else? Can you imagine you boarding a, a, a train or any other on public transport mm-hmm. and somebody clutches their bag when they see it. Yeah, I know, I know. You know, you really got to be of that persuasion to understand that yeah. feeling, yeah. that mm. all confidence is gone. Mm. You know, you, feel, you like feel bad you, about yourself. You feel like as though I'm a threat to you, mm. you understand? But for me, it's, it's become a, like a norm to me. You understand? Like it's, it's one of them was like, it's not the first time that this happened anyways, isn't it? But I just laugh, you understand? Yeah. Like, like you said, if, if they knew me, they would not do that. But I just want to obviously add as well, like, man, listen, um, the I feel like right now the the Muslim community right now is is they're really mm. they, you know what I'm saying they have a heartbreaking sense of like man like again again you know what I'm saying we we gotta go through this again in terms of like the stereotypes and everything and everything I'm saying because at the end of the day not every Muslim is a terrorist you know absolutely what I'm saying? same thing right now a white man can go go can, can, can go shoot a black person but that doesn't mean the whole ethnicity of of of, of in terms of the background are all racist are all racist you understand right. it's just a minority of that you understand absolutely. so I feel like as a nation I just want us to come. So in terms like, listen, we got to move forward in this, innit? Mm. So that's what I'm saying. Like, listen, just spread love in the end of the day. Yeah. And just make, and just 
have that in mind that not everybody is the same and that not everybody has that view. You understand? Yeah, that, that's true. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm in full agreement to the conversation that we're having. Um, yeah. You know, what we're describing is labeling theory. And it's, this is a study that's been around since the 60s. Mm-hmm. The, everything we see, we're trying to map and identify. We even do this now with technology. Yeah. It's almost like the technology is a byproduct of the way that we feel about ourselves. So, um, yeah, um, understanding s- what someone's intentions are adds thoughts into your head. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it adds thoughts into your head that you don't need to have. Yeah. But you can't stop it from happening. Once you see someone clutch their back, you may feel, you feel bad about yourself. Yeah. I'm going to pick up a point in terms of um, mm. technology. Mm. We've got everything here. So yeah. we, we can go to that place called technology and know yeah, that we're in safe hands, hands we are. you know, jargon free and all of that. Right. Well, technology is important because as we move into a world that's fully digital, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, some of these unconscious biases mm-hmm are fed into artificial intelligence. Absolutely. In the computers that are going to be designed mm. with algorithms to p- protect us. Yeah, or answer yeah. our conversations. Yeah, yeah. answer, our, but essentially to protect us. Mm. Yeah. Because for, for, if you, anyone has seen Robocop, mm. you can understand how, how the future could look like. Mm. When you've got robotics, cyber, cyber, cybernetic yeah. organisms, organisms, yeah? Mm. Right, when they fuse the human being with... Um, androids and mm. machines, right? Mm. Yeah. But if you've got an algorithm mm. that says to you that in this scenario, mm. it's dark, mm. you're walking down the high street, mm. you see three or four people walking up to you, mm. and the algorithm says black, male, short, or tall profiling. equals, equals mm. labeling, mm. profiling, mm. equals a threat, yeah. imminent threat. Mm. Yeah. And you know, in the algorithm, the response to the threat is to shoot, mm. electrocute. Mm. So you see what you saw? I mean, this yeah. is how the future is going. So um, this is why politicians, I keep bringing back to politicians, they have to take great responsibility because- Absolutely, for how they push out is, that message. Who programs these computers? Mm. How they push out that message as well. Yeah. Who programs these computers? The thing about, see, the thing about- Who human... programs these computers? <laughs> the it thing, needs to be answered. Right. Listen, the thing about- um, human behavior is innately majority of us are lazy. It, 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 if we could find an easier way, this is one reason why we bought, built machines in the first place it is a reflection of how we feel and how we think yeah. we yeah. want to find the easiest way for something to happen. Okay. Yeah? yeah. All right. Now, if you, pro- if we're building systems that are, because remember that systems are not inherently evil. Just like money isn't inherently evil, yeah. just how I human use beings use, use it. Yeah. yeah. So these is, these are some of the things that um, when, when you're trying to think about developing a piece of code that's going to be the future of governance, what do you teach it? You know, if our government is using language that segregates a certain type of people, mm-hmm. your computers are going to learn that because they're going to think that's the norm. You know, norm comes from the amount of time that someone says or does something and then it becomes normal. If a a majority of people start doing it, it becomes normal. Look at language. Language uh, text messaging is being called the root of damaging the English language because it became normal to short text. So computers will learn from those kind of things. Sure. Sure. This is why I was trying to bring it down to a humanistic level. Mm. Like, 
who is programming these things? Because now, now it's important because the, the royal we mm. is not us. Mm. Are you following my drift? Yeah. The royal we isn't us. Mm. It's not the majority of ethnic minorities programming mm. these computers. Mm-mm. It is people who are Caucasian, mm. typically, yeah, mm. or Asian, mm. right? Yeah. And they have access to media like mm. everybody else does. Mm. And they see on news, mm. yeah, what is being portrayed mm. on news. Mm. And they conclude mm. consciously mm. or subconsciously mm. that, okay, oh my God, another terrorist attack. Mm. Like, how do we profile around, this? How um, do we try terrorists, to prevent this? All of that kind of mm. stuff. So mm. this is why it's important that mm. um, politicians really, really exercise restraint, common sense, mm. and, and, and allow for more dignified. This is this yeah. election that we have in the UK on the 12th of December mm. is far bigger than just Brexit. Yeah. There's so many issues at play, yeah. but the language that's being used, quite frankly, yeah. appalls me yeah. because I find all of them abhorrent. I find all of them from all sides. I don't, I don't see any intellectual rigor mm. being discussed here. Mm. It's literally, you could put all those politicians in a playground. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you yourself could be the teacher mm. because what you expect to find in a playground with, with mine is there. Oh, she called me a liar. Mm. He called me a liar. Mm. Is that not what's happening on television right now? Yeah. Yeah. This is not, this is not the best of the best. This is not Socrates. Mm. Yeah. These people mm. are not students of knowledge at all. These are people out there who are now, most of them are career politicians anyway. Mm. They don't know what it's like. Mm. Yeah, mm. to walk the walk. Mm. You understand? They don't feel the effects mm. of some of the words that they're using. Sure. That's because the they haven't lived they... through experience. They haven't lived it. They, they, they just say exactly. They, 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 they so we have got, got various things that we yeah. society needs to embrace a lot more, which is diversity. Diversity. If parties had more real diversity, not diversity for the sake of tokenism. Mm. Okay, but, but actual need, real real diversity real where person. people celebrate mm. differences mm. of. Thoughts mm. for one, mm. differences of experiences mm. for another, mm. and differences of personality. Because if us, as all of us are part of the human family, mm. we all do things slightly differently. Mm. Yeah. And I'm sure if the parties had more diverse representation, mm. they, those statements that you see mm. would not be would have not been said. Yeah, yeah. you understand absolutely. Because somebody will say, "Hey, you know, you're offending. You're offending. I'm absolutely. on your team." too mm. but that's offensive yeah pull it down mm. okay but that's not happening so we have tokenism yeah. whereby if anyone that has had a job when they were given that job mm. just based upon somebody um organization filling in a checklist oh we must have a quota mm. of black males or females or whatever whatever the quota is mm. That is far worse in many instances because if you get that job, you just feel demoralized anyway. Absolutely, you only got the only got the job by default. Yeah, they don't they didn't even want you there, so you don't even have the opportunity to demonstrate your proficiency in that role. Yeah. And there's also one other thing that jumps to mind when someone does something like that mm-hmm. is that will the right black person or you know person of um, yeah person of color or ethnicity actually get that job? The, the actually right person. Do you see where I'm coming yeah. from? So if you're going to determine and go, okay, we, we need uh, 5% representation of a specific race. And that 5% representation might equal one person. Mm. Yeah. But you're going to give it to them regardless of whether they're actually good enough to do the job. Does that make sense? Mm. The problem is now you're going to give them that job and they're going to misrepresent the job. Then you're going to say what? That 
you know, we gave them the job and they fluffed oh. it. This is what that representation, that's not a true representation. So if you're going to do it by the numbers like that, you, you can't always expect that you're going to get the right candidate or the right caliber of candidate. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And I, and I can testify to that. I've been in my whole career. I've had jobs where I felt like I was, I was only given the job because mm. somebody's trying to fulfill a mandate. Mm. Okay. So again, Let's go back again to the mindset mm. of some of these people that yeah. commit these, these, these heinous crimes and try and look back before the crime was committed. Mm. You know, um, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? Mm. Okay. But in terms of the way we think mm. and the way the terrorists think, terrorist yeah. mind is, they're, they're closed-minded. Yeah. yeah. They're blinkered, right? Mm. How many of us here are open-minded? I put my hands up and say, I am. You're open-minded, yeah? To an extent. Jingo, you're open-minded? To an extent. To an uh, extent, mm. fine. So, mm. so at least there's, 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 there's that honesty mm. that you recognise that there's an extent to your openness. Yeah. Yeah? yeah. And everything says open, I'm, open-minded. I'm, I'm, as, now, as far as I'm concerned. I'm now, right. it is, it's a spectrum, right? Mm. Okay. But the more you lean to not being open-minded, mm. the more that you have the... You are, as far as far as I'm saying, are at risk mm. of being susceptible to brainwashing. Mm. Okay, mm. no, no, not necessarily. No, no, yeah, yeah, whatever no, it is, no. whatever mm. it is, mm. it just so happens that what you're leaning towards, mm. what you're biased towards, mm. is something that gives you good results. It's something Absolutely. that is aligned to love, Sorry. prosperity, can I, and all can those I just, things. Can you I just say something really quickly? And and I know you was gonna just about to jump to your defense because it's oh, no, like said, a, it, was, it sounded like a loaded question, <laughs> but it's like the term mental health. Yeah. When yeah. someone says, Oh, you know, it's, it's mental health, mental health itself as a statement does not mean bad. You can have good mental health. Does that make sense? Just as well as you can have bad mental health. So in this situation here where it did feel kind of like the question was kind of loaded there, if the more narrow you become, the more susceptible you are, you, you will be susceptible to something, but that something could be positive. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? It doesn't necessarily mean that just because your view is narrow, you are a potential terrorist. No, your view could be narrow, but it could be narrow towards a lot of good things, in which case okay. all yeah. bad things would yeah. be eliminated from that view. Yeah, my view is, and um, I like to um, shake the apple tree. Mm. Jenga knows my, yeah. my approach already. If, if, if you don't feel that, that, <laughs> that quickening, you know, if I don't hit your nerve, you know, I don't think I'm connecting with you. Yeah. Sure. You know what I mean? So what, get to what, the what, what I'm looking for is radical open, open-mindedness. Mm. This is when we take back language and use it mm. in the right Context. Uh, context. Mm. You need to be radically open-minded. Mm. It's not enough mm. to be open-minded for the sake of being open-minded. open-minded. When I mean by radically open-minded, mm. what I mean by that mm. is open-mindedness is just that, okay, fine. I accept mm. there are um, straight people. There are people that are homosexual. There are people that blah, blah, blah. I accept. Mm. I'm open to that. Mm. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Radical op- open-mindedness, as I'm, as I'm defining it, is the ability to actually de- have robust Real. debates mm. with people that have ultra Opposite, different yeah. view, different yeah. views to your own. And with the view mm. for you to understand it from their vantage point. Mm. So too many times we say we're open-minded, mm. but we're trying to hold on to the high ground that we have made for ourselves mm. and say, okay, fine. Mm. 
You stay there, mm. right? I'm going to convince you of what I'm doing. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm. And this, that, this again is a, a route to um, uh, putting yourself at risk for having extremist um, tendencies, mm. right? Being radically open-minded is, is not about that because sometimes in life you need to be convinced by somebody that has something whole lot opposite to what you believe in. Absolutely. And that will expand your vision. Mm. Then you can make a far more informed decision as as to what there is they are talking about or what they're leaning towards. Yeah. But being blinkered is something that we need to really do. So um, we need to really stop doing. Yeah. Um, seek to understand others. Yeah. I think we don't do that and empathise with other people. Mm. You know, when this... Mm. I'm, down, I'm going to, I'm rambling. No, no, but you're, you're on the right path because one of the things that you, we've had a conversation for, about in the past, is actually two things. One, overstanding and two, um, accepting someone for who they are. So sometimes people want people to be like them. And if they're not like them, it, you, you, people treat them like the enemy. And um, so when someone is, is presenting something different, it doesn't actually mean it's bad. It just means that you've got to look at it from a different, different lens. Yeah. You've yeah. got to have a different lens at yeah, how different, you're Different going. part of the elephant. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. Making oh, no. the his words, you know. Yeah, no, no, making the elephant fly. It's yeah. a different part of the elephant. That's, yeah. That's all what we're doing. So, mm. again, if you take a look at the upbringing. Mm. You talk about yeah, the risk, I mean, risk factors here. Mm. Now, in some cultures, mm. no, it's, I don't think it's a cultural thing. No. Right? But in some environments, young people are brought up. Mm never learning to critically analyze anything. Go deeper into that. Go deeper. Yeah, go deeper. We had this conversation oh, yeah, earlier. And yeah. I think, I think this, oh, no. is, is, this is to the detriment of that person. It's development. Because mm. you're supposed to practice very, very young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How to weigh the pros and cons. Mm-hmm. How to challenge information that's coming to you. Because information is not a fact. Mm. Okay. Yeah. There are very few Pieces of actual facts. facts. On this world, it's always mm-hmm. about who, who controls the, the right sort mm-hmm. of facts, right? Mm-hmm. So you should be able to ex- exercise mm-hmm. that ability to appraise things mm-hmm. properly mm-hmm. and articulate mm-hmm. your differences. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of um, radical, and I'm using it in the context that the media are using the word radical now, yeah? Mm-hmm. Uh, radicalized young people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because there's now, f- for the first time, I've heard mm-hmm. something that makes sense to them. Absolutely. You know, people's mindsets were completely different. People's leanings are completely different. Mm. But I, I can assure you this, being able to teach your children, mm. right, to analyze things for themselves. You know, I was, lucky enough for me, my, my father was, um, was very studious, right? If, he always said to me, no matter what you're going through in life, yeah, there's a book somewhere that has a solution. Mm. Yeah. And that's so true. Mm. There's, there's always information out there. And it's not just one book. You can read one book. You can read another book that counters that very book Absolutely. that you read. But as long as you can hold different people's opinions mm. and stay confident mm. in who you are in terms of your own understanding, mm. you're becoming more richer Absolutely. and more balanced individual. But when you just have the teachings of one, one. person, yeah. and if that person's coming to life, by accident, or or they could have been picked, handpicked by the creator to be your parent, right? Yeah. But some people had bad parents. Mm. Does that mean that everything you know that you've heard I, is I, fact? That's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't. I don't think. Listen, as I said this year, you can. Everybody can have different perspectives. Understand? Mm. But there's always a truth in it. You yeah. can have a perspective, but is is it the truth though? You yeah. Understand? But the thing is here, um, re- people are going to do what they want regardless. You understand? 
all you got to do is sp- obviously like stay your own what you believe you understand mm-hmm. if they believe obviously like if they on board on that they're on board if they're not they're not because they, regardless they're going to do that mm-hmm. yeah. but i'm just i'm just saying that people can have different perspectives yeah, but there's definitely. always a, a, a line of truth but in it, sometimes people don't have what we call informed yeah information informed to make an informed decision yeah do you see what i mean so I mean, you, if you are presented with some information that you think is a fact, okay. that could be enough for you to act on. You understand? But yeah. that might not be fact. That might actually be wrong. Yeah. And unless you're, you have the ability to weigh up pros and cons. Now, people think that that's common sense, but what is common sense? Common sense doesn't actually exist because if common sense existed, everyone would think the same thing. Mm-hmm. And we've, we can evidence that that's not the case. What one person thinks can be slightly different to so another true. person. That's so true. And there's no coincidence that in private schools, mm-hmm. they encourage debating. Yeah, absolutely. They have debate clubs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And in most state schools, they don't have debate clubs. They don't. So young people grow up not able to articulate mm. a different side of an argument. Mm. Yeah. Not able to persuade yeah. without using, say, the fist or... or the- Profanity, blah, never blah, blah. ever being able to get in touch with their emotional side to remember, explain you, you, what they're Exactly. Remember, your feeling. mouth can open doors for you. Mm. The same mouth can close mm. doors for you. Absolutely. And a lot of people who come from these backgrounds, um, socially, economically deprived backgrounds, mm. don't understand that. Mm. And they're not encouraged to improve the way they articulate themselves, the way they critically appraise mm. themselves, the way they, they develop their more in, emotional intelligence to situations. Mm. This is why a politician could be on t- television now. Mm. Quite a few of them have gone through private school. Yeah. And you can tell by the way they formulate their argument, mm. the way they do not get emotionally compromised mm. when somebody's attacking them. Mm. Now, if somebody was attacking Somebody else emotional who, who has not, just, was not gone through that journey in their life. Yeah. There'll be fights. Yeah. yeah. Emotional hijacking. Yeah. The most they will do in our parliament mm. is shake yeah. um, their, 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 um, uh, their papers and scream order, order, all mm. of that. That's mm. the most. Because they do not but feel there like are other countries whereby democracy is still immature, mm. still going through the forming stage, mm. whereby the politicians literally jump off the bench, mm. fly kick, mm. spin around, and then all <laughs> of that. The South African, the South African they they will do all of that. They will do all of that. They're emotionally compromised. Yeah, that was you, you, you see what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. these things that are things that need to be taught and learned and encouraged. Yeah. In certain, certain homes, it's, you cannot question your parent. Mm. Yeah. But your parents should be questioned mm. because if you ask anyone three three questions, mm. you're moving from fact to beliefs. Mm. Then when you go to the belief domain, mm. people tend to be protective mm. because they know they've got no scientific evidence to support Just, their belief. Mm. Pick any subject. Mm. You ask somebody three times, mm. why? The first answer is what they read in school or mm. what they've known. Mm. Yeah, right? I've done this exercise before. Why is the sky blue? Mm. Yeah, that's the first answer you're going to give. Mm. Your 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 basic sense of what you studied. Yeah, the yeah. next answer is that if you're not satisfied with that <laughs> response. You're but still, why is the sky blue? Okay. You see this. You see the person mm. now standing on shaky ground. Mm. Yeah, because they know you're fastly approaching something they got no evidence to support. Listen, some, yeah. sometimes like the why is the sky is blue? Obviously, it could be my, okay, my, my, my stance is obviously like, <laughs> I, I'm not trying to digress here, but like, okay, so why is the sky is blue? I'll say, 
Because God created it. But you be like, okay, okay, but why did God create it? Yeah, yeah. No, my God, though, listen. No, no, <laughs> you understand? No, exactly, so, exactly. so that some some things some things can go unanswered, though, because things like, I don't know the answer. But, but that doesn't mean my beliefs are not facts. No, no, they're, 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 again, are not facts. No, 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 no. This is why. No, this is why. No, no, no. This is why. And then I, so I totally get where it's come from. Mm. This is why the, the, the position that we have in life, mm. right? Is we got to accept sometimes yeah. we don't have the answer. Absolutely. And sometimes the answer for us yeah. is okay to hold us in good stead. Yeah. But I was a curious child. Mm. You understand? I wanted to know exactly. If I asked a question, I want to know. I was one of those children that kept asking why, why, mm. why, why, why. Not only I was an irritating little brat, mm. but I, 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 was not, I was not satisfied yeah. with some of the answers that were coming in my direction. <laughs> so that, that prompted me to do my own research. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. that I do get a, a, a better Sense. understanding of the world that I live in. Mm. Because again, truth sometimes is not in the here and the now. Yeah. Truth is something that comes at different stages, like karma. Yeah. You know, when people say, you know what, karma will get you if you do a bad thing. It might come and get you. It might, it might not. not. Absolutely. Controls karma. Mm. Who knows? Mm. So in terms of, again, bringing it back to what we're talking about here in terms of upbringing, allowing children to develop a sense of identity. Mm. Who are they? Mm. And this is, first of all, comes from allowing your children to appraise. Mm. If you spoon feed your children everything that you know as fact, mm. that's you, just cre- you just create another droid. Absolutely. That's all they want. That's a programmed child. And they may not even want to branch out and learn anything for themselves because as far as they're concerned, you have given them all the tools that they need. Yeah, exactly. And we, we are, we are victims of victims. Our parents only knew what they knew based upon the upbringing and the environment that they were in. Mm. So it's up to us to always learn and Mm. seek out Mm. um, alternative views, not Mm. to challenge, Mm -mm. but just to question. Sometimes it's hard to even argue with some, like some people take the position that they can just argue for argument's sake, yeah. but you can't. When you're, when you're presenting an argument, you have to be able to look at both perspectives. This is even right when, when you're writing an assignment or an essay at degree level, you've got your arguments, you've got your counter arguments. Um, but the idea is if you've got an argument and you've got a counter argument, it means that you're kind of well read around the subject. Do you see what I'm saying? So you're well-versed in that subject and it makes it easier for you when you're maybe having a debate with someone to say, okay, I get where your perspective is coming from because you are coming from, and then you relate it to what they understand. But then when you present a new argument, you may actually change someone's mind. And the reason why this comes to mind so much is um, some of the people in the audience might know me as EVB. I've uh, got my own YouTube um, channel. Yep, that's a shameless plug. But when I first um, set up that channel, me and Douglas had a conversation about the power of changing someone's mind. One of the very first comments that came up on one of my channels was not a flattering comment. But by the time we got to the second video, that person became my advocate. Because they, by the time I made my second video to explain why I came to that rationalization in the first video, it changed their mind. And the mm. most powerfulest thing you can do is change someone's mind. So when Douglas brings this conversation about radicalization, mm. it is a, it is a big, it's an, it's a huge thing. It's a huge undertaking to think about that terminology and understand that it was a positive, it's normally associated with a positive things. Yeah. The media switched it to a negative connotation. So 
this is when, why we're yeah. stuck in this and this is yeah. why we're bringing the conversation right back to that yeah. point. So, so, yeah. the, so the young, the young mind that's growing, yeah. that's maturing, mm. it's, it's always fascinated by its environment. Mm. You know, um, why, why do we exist? Mm. Where do we come from? And all of these things. If those, if they don't get a, a positive answer to that, mm. that will be there in the subconscious at some point. Absolutely. It will trigger mm. yeah. at some point. Mm. Now, if you remember, if you're not balanced as an individual, mm. yeah, you'll mm. pray to your friends. Absolutely. Their friends will put things into your head. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm. And so I have this way of, um, of looking at and appraising people, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, I use my three C's, mm. right? Mm. Has this person who's giving me advice? Mm. And this is for anybody, young person, particularly who's been um, inducted into some of these um, very negative and damaging um, um, belief systems, okay, mm. that, that promote violence mm. and tyranny across the world, yeah? Mm. What you've got to ask yourself is this, right? Whatever they're talking about, mm. do they have the three Cs first? This is part of the wider conversation called the believability test. Mm. You've got to put them through your believability test. Mm. The three Cs are this. Does that person have clear, mm. concise, con- concrete evidence to support what they're talking about? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Do that first. Mm. Have that. Mm. If they don't have that, mm. right, you've got to then ask, ask yourself this question. In terms of believability, mm. the people who mm. should be advising you should demonstrate at least three times mm. proficiency mm. in whatever things they're giving you advice on. Mm. Like me, I don't listen to any advice for business mm. or somebody that's never started a business. Mm. <laughs> that's just stupid. Mm. That's just a waste of time. Mm-hmm. And this is why a lot of friendships um, dissolve because we go to our friends and you know what yeah I want to start a new business blah 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 and your your friend who knows less than you mm, tells yeah, you not right, to tells you either to do but <laughs> you do do that which is detrimental to you but he had a mentor or a coach somebody that had started at least three businesses they will tell you how to um, navigate the tax system, yeah. how to navigate the VAT system, how, to, how location is important, how pricing is important, yeah. all those things that you went to your friend mm. because you go to, because your boys or your, your girls, this is what we do, we mm. break bread. No, ask yourself this person, has this person got clear, concise, concrete evidence to support whatever they're talking about? If they don't, they need to be, if you're going to listen to the advice, know that at least on that factor, yeah, they're, they're on shaky ground. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, if they fail, yeah, to demonstrate proficiency in whatever it is they're giving you advice on, mm-hmm. you need to leave that conversation. Mm-hmm. You understand? That could be some religious scholar, I don't give a monkeys. If someone's telling you, mm-hmm. right, that strapping, yeah, mm-hmm. um, weaponry, mm-hmm. yeah, bombs around your waist mm-hmm. and blow yourself up. Mm-hmm. And you're going to get all your blessings in the fourth or fifth dimension, yeah? Mm. Right? Mm. If that person can say, can demonstrate he's done it Mm. or she has done it Mm. three times, (laughs) yeah? This is the believability test right here. Three times. Mm. Then you can start listening to them. If they've had all those copeless amounts of virgins come back to earth tired and they're going to do it again, Mm. yeah? Blow themselves up. Come back to earth, tired. Do it again because mm. they're having such a good time in that in, the, in that other dimension. Mm. Yeah, you might want to listen to them, mm. right? If they've never gone there, come back. Mm. They need to be quiet. Mm. You need to leave mm. because if you do take the advice of somebody that has failed mm. the believability test in anything, mm. 
in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You're just a victim. Mm-hmm. You just want mm-hmm. your brain populated with information Legend. because either you are susceptible, mm-hmm. yeah, yes. because you're vulnerable, mm-hmm. because you've got no social skills. Identity issues. Yeah, identity all issues, of these things. And then they prey on people like that. Please yeah. don't listen to anyone. Yeah. And that's why I mean, I don't tend to give advice. Mm-hmm. And this is, this, this is where I break it down again. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens if somebody asks you guys for advice? Or something that you know you fail their believability test. Mm. Yeah? Mm. What do you do? Do you open your mouth and still talk? You shouldn't talk. Mm. What you're supposed to say is be honest. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Right? You can signpost people to have more noise than you. Mm. Right? Mm. Or what you can do is say, do you know what? I don't know. Mm. All I can do is express to you my concerns. Mm. Concerns are okay. Concerns. But concern comes with consent. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. You understand? Because mm. I understand you're putting knowledge into somebody's empty vessel. Mm. Yeah. yeah? You're, that's what you're doing with, mm. with advice that comes without consent. Mm. Yeah, And then follow through that advice, you mess up yourself. Mm. So again, this is, we're digressing again, but it's, it's so pertinent because these young people, they get indoctrinated in these things mm. in isolated environments such as prisons. Mm. Yeah. This is when the teachings come. Mm. And now finally, there's somebody that understands me. Mm. Finally, this person's allowing me mm to be me. Yeah. Finally, there are answers to the questions my parents were refusing okay. to tell mm. me. Mm. You understand? Yeah. This explains everything to me. Yeah. And if you look at the language of our politicians, again, big picture things. A lot of the young people get susceptible to terrorism mm. because of this grand vision. Mm. This grand vision that's painted, mm. that has no detail. Mm. Do you understand? Mm. No substance. No, no detail. Mm. You understand? Mm. Do this, you'll be part of this higher state, mm. this, this bigger calling. Mm. And we all want to be part of something. That's, mm. that's the humanity in us. We do have this calling to connect to people, to be part of something bigger than us. So that's what they feed into. Same as the pyramid scheme. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you just got to, um, in my, in my stance on this, you just, like, you, you have to think about, like, listen, does this, what I'm doing, does it demonstrate love? Mm. understand. Um, yeah, that does it in terms of like strapping a bomb to myself and blowing myself up. You understand? You say that your God is all loving and all holy and all this stuff. You understand? Mm. Now, if I blow myself up and I go up, up to the fifth dimension, will he be happy? Yeah. Because mm. now God is holy now. Mm. And I'm saying he's, he's righteous. So I'm not trying to digress. I'm just trying to say that, you no, know, it's just, just got to. It's, it's a good point. This is why mm. the believability test mm. is based upon you. Asking somebody, mm. do you meet the criteria for me to follow your advice? Mm. Yeah. Do you understand? Mm. And everybody will have their own way of measuring it, mm. ultimately. Yeah. Mm. Understand that when war comes, yeah, mm. politicians, some of them, go visit the Vatican mm. for blessings mm. to fight that war. Mm-hmm. And understand the, the, the soldiers fighting on the opposite side mm. Go to are doing the same absolutely. thing. Yeah. Right. Each so, 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 in, so, in, so in that moment, mm. soldier to soldier, mm. you understand? They're both fighting for things that are above their understanding. Mm. You understand? Mm-hmm. So the only way that you can keep yourself on the path of righteousness for yourself, what's good for you, mm. what's good for you as the individual, what's good for, remember, what is good for the goose is good for the gander. Mm. You understand? Mm. So to, for you to get that, that sense of parity, mm. You have to be um, capable and courageous enough to, when somebody's trying to tell you to do things that could be perceived as even love, 
even negative because you know when you've got the big vision mm. if, look we've got this terrorist trying to come back to the UK mm. because they're all subscribed to this caliphate didn't they they're all subscribed mm. to this grand vision mm. that we're going to have our own state and everything is going to be glorious mm. missing out the details mm. missing out the details mm. now if they had asked mm. have you done this before mm. three times mm. yeah successfully successfully yeah mm. they, might, they might be thinking mm, maybe mm. They're probably saying, do you know what? This happened a thousand years ago, 500 years ago, it happened. Mm. What was the outcome of that? Mm. This is why critically appraising things mm. will protect you mm. from anyone that can brainwash you mm. and lead you, lead you astray. Because mm. okay? we're all being sheep mm. at, some, uh, at some stage in life. Remember, mm. everything that you have in this world mm. is based upon what mm. you know. Mm. We, yeah. We're all a sheep to something, but yeah. make sure you're a sheep to something. Yeah, that, that's you know what I'm saying. That is uh, positive, and good. positive, yeah, and um, mm. yeah, yeah. So <laughs> there's a, there's a lot in there. There's a lot in there in terms mm. of um the way society. Now we spoke a lot about in terms of the the individual, individual. persona mm. that this. But well, what can be done? Yeah. You know, from a governmental point of view, mm. what things can we do? to yeah. actually stop this from happening. It's, it's a quite a challenging question. Um, there are engagement things that you need to be doing at an educational level because one of the fundamental things that it always seems to come down to is the level of education of the very person who is carrying out um, these acts of violence, um, the sociability side of it. Why, why are people feeling so isolated? Um, what is who and what is being addressed about that? I remember um, seeing information about loneliness is one of the biggest killers of male, uh, um, adult males. Yet what is being addressed about those that are not dying, ones that are becoming radicalized and ones that are becoming um, more focused on things that they can't fully comprehend. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that becomes one of our, and I, and I think it's a good point, Everton. And we've got an MP for loneliness. <laughs> you know that. You know, <laughs> there's actual MP for loneliness. Can you do your research and okay. let me know the name of the MP for loneliness? Mm -hmm. I think it's important because now it's been recognised mm -hmm. across the ages that loneliness is is is, loneliness. is a very sad state to be in. Uh, um, Absolutely. Also, there's this funding. Funding. Let's be let's be here. Mm -hmm. Be clear to counter um, these groups that are brainwashing young people, mm. you need to push money into some sort of resource, okay? Some sort of resource to get young people quick enough mm. to support them, mm. okay? So that they have the tools to resist. And those people who are um, guilty of brainwashing young people, they should be monitored. Mm. Um, and monitoring does require a lot of money, Absolutely. a lot of manpower. Mm. To watch somebody around the clock Mm. It's no joke. Mm. I know people that have had tags on and the only thing they had to do with the tag is report them report at a particular time at a police station. Mm. That's not good enough. If you've been um, found guilty of something that is, that is serious, such as terrorism. Okay. So they need to um, fund um, better surveillance of these people mm -hmm. or make the decision that if you're actually guilty of something like that, do you mm. even need to be out? Mm -hmm. And if you're out, what for, what purpose? Absolutely. Absolutely. So just to answer your other question, it's Tracy Crouch, the Minister of, uh, used to be the Minister of Sport and Civil Society will head up the government. 
Um, she, I think she was appointed by Theresa May. So I don't know whether she's still in right now, but that was the Minister for Loneliness. Well, MP of Loneliness. Yeah. Yeah, Minister. Yeah, yeah. Minister. Yeah, and that, that seems that's important. So I mm-hmm. wonder how many, how many um, letters she gets, mm. you know, and where they come from. Mm. You know, but certainly mm. this, 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 these, this comes these under are, her remit. Yeah, these, these appointments should become more and more. I didn't even know there was such thing until now. Man. Yeah. Oh. And so, like I said, sometimes it's good to have these conversations so sure. um, the audience can find out new information um, that they probably would have overlooked. And if yeah. this channel, um, if this channel and the conversation that we're having now can spark that yeah. conversation within um, the, the the wider society to talk to their MPs about what does what, what does it take to challenge this lonely approach because that's what it is. There's a level of neglect. Now we were talking about that in gaming, that mm. parents have a duty of care to make sure that they don't neglect mm. their children. You can't put a child in front of a computer game and just leave them. I said to Douglas that it's not just, or it's not a computer, a kid sitting in front of a computer game that creates game and addiction. It's the, it's a mixture of many mechanics, including that, and one of those uh, mechanics happens to be neglect. Now, neglect is something that can happen at any point in your life. Is you don't build a resilience to neglect. Yeah. If you are neglected at um, an older age, it just takes on a different form. But it's not you're not immune to it. It becomes a lonely approach, and with that lonely approach, sometimes you crave just someone's attention. Some at some level. And if something like this, these messages that are uh, leave you impressionable seem to speak direct to your core, it may make you uh, a fall under that um, level of persuasion. In Africa, we have a proverb mm. and it goes like this. It takes a whole village mm. to raise a child. Mm. Yeah? Mm. Remix. Mm. If the child is ignored, mm. the child would burn down the village mm. to feel the warmth mm. of the village. Mm. Are you following me? Mm-hmm. If the child is neglected, mm. they'll burn down the village mm. to feel to feel the warmth of the village. Mm. And this is what happens. Mm. We've had so many times when young people feel disillusioned, feel mm. neglected, feel mm. not listened to, mm. unheard unloved mm. and see what the outcome is. Mm. We had riots on the streets of London, mm. uh, Manchester, mm. Birmingham. Only like five, six years ago, we had that. Mm. People rising up. Mm. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't really matter what the catalyst is mm. for that mm. in terms of, um, I think, the, um, uh, the, the killing of um, Duggan. Was it, was um, it like, um, yeah. Michael Duggan? Yeah, yeah, that triggered some of those riots. But mm. it's still that... It's, that's just a catalyst, okay? Mm-hmm. The undercurrents were already there. Mm-hmm. People felt unloved. Mm-hmm. And th- th- what was test- what was true about that situation in that supports what I'm saying is, mm-hmm. look how the adults treated the kids that were found guilty for looting. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. They were locked up like adults. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. You had the MPs, David Cameron at the time, coming on TV saying they need stiff penalties. Mm-hmm. Some of these were there just out of opportunism. Mm-hmm. Their kids under 18, they can't vote. Mm. They can't have sex legally. Mm. They can't watch certain films. Mm. Okay. But somehow they're on the streets. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And things are burning Mm. and they're coming from socially deprived neighborhoods. Mm. And you wonder why they aren't going to pick a pair of Nike trainers Mm. out of Foot Locker. Yeah. 
You understand? Mm. Then, you, then you're going to call this, blame this person now, mm. <laughs> you know, a villain mm. and come down of them hard. Mm. Now, and remember, young people become older people. Mm. Yeah. Do you understand? That's what we've got to really take a look into. Mm. The way we're treating the young, mm. right? The laws that are going to put into place for the next generation and the older ones is going to be far worse. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I've worked in old people's homes and I've seen how older people are cared for sometimes. Yeah. And I'll say it's coming from a culture mm. that doesn't respect the elderly. Mm. You see? Mm. So we have to be clear in terms of as a, as a nation moving forward, mm. how we treat the old and infirmed and the vulnerable mm. is a, a direct um, uh, representation of who we are. Mm. So we, mm. should, we, should, we should demand better from our MPs. Mm. We yeah. should command them to actually um, do our bidding in a far more civilized, um, empathic way. Mm. Um, the fact that we're having this conversation today mm. after three years or two years after the last um, terrorist attack on London Bridge, mm. this time innocent people were, were um, no, innocent people killed the last time, but in the, in the context yeah. that innocent people now had to intervene. Mm. Yeah, mm. intervene. Mm. And you know there's not been enough funding on the police. police absolutely. Yeah. You know, having, calling people heroes, yes, I understand, I, mm. I fully but that applaud should those never people. never been their job. That should never be their job. Mm. Okay? We, mm. should, we should have better surveillance. There needs to be put money in the right places. Mm. Yeah? So mm. that it's more preventative measures. Mm -hmm. No point in putting in money after something has happened all the time. This reactive. Do you yeah. think that someone should be accountable for that? For, for, for the, the whole situation. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I think so. I think yeah. people ultimately, when, when the dust has settled in terms of their investigation yeah. and find out where, where the, this process the, broke the, down. the process broke down because mm. this person was being monitored. Mm. Being monitored. And they still was able to do what, what they, they were do. supposed to be monitored to prevent them from doing. That's the, exactly. that, that defeats the purpose of monitoring them. You know what? As a nation... As a nation, man, like, like you said one one point, like the media has an impact on how they, you know, they put obviously like um, stereotypes on, 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 you know, Muslims. I'm mm. just saying Muslims, you understand? Mm. But we need to come to a point to understand that, listen, like, let's say, for example, I, I'll just give Khan, the Osama, Osama Khan as an example. Mm. As a kid growing up, mm. you understand? Mm. He's, he's seeing all these stereotypes mm. about his people and mm. all this stuff. Mm. Now, Osama Khan is obviously, we can see he was a, a weak vessel. Mm. You understand? The jihad people, they, that's, they, that's what they do. They, they try to brainwash you. Mm. You understand? Now, he's seeing this all around him. Mm. People, the people hate his people. You understand? Mm. And the jihad says, see, I've been telling you this. Exactly. Da, 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 da. Mm. And then they get brainwashed. So I just think that the media itself, you understand? We, the way we portray people, we need to learn, you understand? Mm. That we need to understand the, 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 the effect and the impact that he has mm. on, on, on people, do you understand? Sorry, so I it's like, I, I wouldn't, I, I'm not, I'm not going to pose no blame or anything, you understand? Mm. Mm. But just understand what I'm trying to say here. That's 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 Sorry, I just wanted to ask this question. So what's, um, so what was the gentleman's name that? Osama Khan. Osama Khan, but what's the difference between him and Thomas Mayer? So Thomas Mayer was the guy that killed Joe, uh, the MP Joe Cox. Oh, again, again, if I could do a mic drop bomb for that, I would, but well, I'm not going to. Mm -hmm. and this is the, 
this is something that this you guys is really, need to ponder. Really this is something need to that think you, about. you can you can ponder that. Everybody mm. should ponder that. And if mm. you want to contribute to the discussion, mm. you know, connect to the show notes there. Mm. Drop us an email. Yeah. We'll gladly we'll gladly discuss your your views on air. Mm. Um, my last point mm. as we go mm. around mm. the table is. Django made raise a very interesting point mm. in terms of the brainwashing mechanics. Yeah. Okay. And in terms of seeing evidence mm. out there on social media. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue with what you're saying because I totally agree with that. That's that was well said and well crafted. Mm. What you look for in life, you find. Mm. Right. We're gonna do a quick exercise right now in this room. You can't see it, but just follow, follow, follow the exercise. I mean, we're in our dining room here. And I'm going to say to Everton and Jingo, I want you to look for red right now. Look for red is yeah. in, look, look at the look, color. Look, look red, look for red, yeah. Mm-hmm. Look for anything red. Mm-hmm. Look for anything red. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Don't find it. Yep. <laughs> found it. And you, you found it, right? Yeah. You found it, right? Just be honest. Yeah, yeah, you're a human yeah, being. Yeah. It's not a trick. You're a human yeah, yeah, being, yeah. right? And now you've found it. Mm-hmm. You can't unfind it. Mm-hmm. You can't unsee it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this is there's red. More, there's red behind us. Yeah, there's yeah. red. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying to you? So, whatever, yeah. you, whatever you're commanded to look for, mm. you will search for that. Mm-hmm. You understand? You will search for that. Mm. That is why um, the brainwashing works mm. so, so well because not only are the, the media feeding into it mm. by con- continuously, and the fact that we've got 24 hours news. Mm. So, not any at any point in time, you can catch up with what you've missed. And across mm. all the stations, right? Mm. So if they're saying, look out for the way they're going to call you uh, um, Muslim terrorist, whatever it is, mm. you're going to get that bombarded everywhere, everywhere. you go. Mm. And no matter where you look, mm. you're going to find that. Mm. And sometimes it could manifest in the way that people look at you. Absolutely. Or, or the way you perceive them to be looking at you. Yeah. Because now you're paranoid. Mm. Remember, as a minority in any um, place, any, any country, mm. you naturally have a paranoia. Absolutely. Sorry, I just, wanted to, to I just wanted to point this out because this came in, in the conversation we was having earlier. Yeah. You come on a train and a woman grabs her bag and moves it. Yeah, she holds it close to herself because she's seen you. What does that do to the person who has now witnessed her do uh, um, trigger that reaction? It puts a piece of information that you wasn't thinking about in your head. It is a complete narrative. So, you know, society has a responsibility because just that simple action, I know this might not happen to quite a few cultures, but in the black culture, that happens quite a bit. You get on the train, someone, even from your own culture, does it. That puts a narrative in your head. And you got, I just want you to take a moment to just understand that someone's action didn't just make you go, hmm, it actually put a full narrative in your head yeah. that she or he has done this because I am black. Yeah, yeah that's true. And then, so that, that feeds into that's cause true. and effect. Right? Mm. And mm. the self-fulfilling prophecy, as mm. everything quite, quite rightfully said, mm. you might not have been thinking about those things about yourself. Mm. Nope. You understand? Mm. But now, Someone in, is- in that, mm. right, that, that, that act, mm. you now perceive yourself as a robber. Mm as a villain, mm. yeah. as somebody untrustworthy, mm. as somebody unworthy, mm. as somebody dirty, mm. as somebody that doesn't belong, mm. as somebody that doesn't deserve the right to even be in that carriage. Mm. Just that act 
And that's yep. the one, just, just the one act. act. Then in this instance, you turn around and you look at someone else and their reaction to that reaction may paint another narrative, which may either reinforce or support. Do you see what I mean? So it might be in support of you or it may reinforce that actual narrative. You got to understand how much information that is that your brain is trying to process. So when something like, um, I mean, I was doing uh, psychosocial um, studies uh, whilst I was doing my degree. And one of the things that came up was uh, Emil Durkheim. And he looked at something called anime. I said, anime, like as in anime, the Japanese anime. My teacher was like, no, anime. So in anime, this is where you fall out of society because you've got conformatism and and so forth. There's these four boxes that you will uh, allow you to function within society. And anime is one of the, one of the outskirts of those boxes that you would fall into when you do not fit any of the other boxes. And it's there where your values and everything about the things that you perceive. Cause one of the books that me and Douglas are looking at now is called principles. And I'm going to let Douglas, um, talk a little bit about that in a moment. But when you do not have these value structures, none of these um, these frameworks that govern who you are going to be, someone else can build them. If you, the, the less you have, the more someone else can feel. You are a jug. And if you have nothing in your jug, then you are open to whatever is poured in. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. And the, 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 <laughs> As we try to square the, the square, <laughs> I'm going to try and think of put square in a round circle or something like that. Yeah, but basically, what what we've said in this in this podcast, I think, has resonated mm. for me. Um, Django's insights, Everton's um support as well. Mm. You know, we've we've expanded. Mm. You know, the the terrorist act. Yeah, it's not winning. Mm. You, you never win. You're, never gonna You're win. just a loser. Mm. Anybody who's thinking to do harm on any other human being on this planet. And think that you're going to get the support you're from anyone loser. else. You're a loser. You're mm. a miscreate. You don't even deserve to be on this planet, mm. you know, because you're just doing someone else's bidding. Mm. Yeah. No war is fully justified mm. at all. Mm. There are other ways you can win. Mm. There are other ways that you can demonstrate proficiency, demonstrate your own views and your values. There are always other ways. That's, That's the last, last resort. Anyway, yeah, I just want to say right now as a last point as well, like, listen, everybody, I know this has taken a toll mm. um, to our nation and all that, but like, let's move in love. Mm. Stand. Amen like I said, that. like Amen I said, that. obviously, like Muslims are not your enemies. They're you understand? not your enemies. They are human, just like you. You understand? Mm. I'm saying we 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 pull the same, we eat the same, and we don't go to the grave the same way. You understand? Mm. So Most obviously, definitely. please, like, let's move in love. You understand? One love, man. Most definitely. You are so much more. MikeDropClub.com. Make life boom. Don't forget to contribute any of your thoughts, anything that has inspired you on this podcast. Please reach out to us on the Mic Drop Club um, link. Um, I'll put that everything in the show notes and you know, let's have a wide discussion and include anybody that needs to be in this conversation in part two. All right. We out. Have a beautiful week, people. Thank you for listening. 
Don't forget to check out MikeDropClub.com and get the show notes and useful links. Subscribe to the podcast. Don't just live life. Make life boom. Boom.